like the I like the opening sequence a lot. I like the little dance. But do you like to do the even though we don't have the audio on here, we couldn't hear it at all. I could hear it. All right. Well, as you can probably uh, once again tell that uh, we're we're in here in the studio together today. Thank you. Oh, look, Dustin took over your job. He's Appreciate got the everybody that. drinks, and I think uh, and Rick and is Rick helping is out. <clears throat> I'm, I'm and I'm sympathizing with you, Carissa. Carissa and Shalane are with me this morning. We would have actually tried to put Christopher in here too, but Christopher and Nicholas just went to the airport to fly back after spending Thanksgiving with us. So um, hopefully this is going to work out. We're all just kind of <laughs> squeezed in here into the studio, but uh, and and we have we've been here for Thanksgiving, but we've also been dealing with various members of the family fighting. I don't know if they're fighting, giving up to Coles, so right? We're just, we're just we've given in at this point, as yeah, you can but... tell. And honestly, that's part of our tradition. I think Globins get together, we get sick. It's how we roll. Yeah, so, that's that's know. it. So anyway, if you are here joining us today. Uh, welcome. I see again, Corianne is here. Rick is here. Kathy McCormick is here. Scott Glovin, good morning. Rick Venturi has already told us to drink. And uh, Scott is saying hi. I think when he says children, I think he's referring to yes. you guys. I don't, he could me. be talking about you. Could be. And Kathy Garlic is here. Hey, Kathy says, hey. 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 So it's just going to be a conversation this morning. But <laughs> because we're going to be talking about family, I thought it would be kind of fun to have some members of the family here. Carissa's been up for a while. Shalan, how long have you uh, been awake and, and up? Um, about about uh, 15 minutes, maybe. I finished my breakfast. Oh, and Carson finished her breakfast. So she's joining us as well. This is all about family today. That's the thing. This is all about family being here. So we're going to be talking about appreciating family. And it, I thought rather than me just talking about things, it's it would be much more candid if um, I had a couple of other members of the family here who can also, if they want to, talk about me. But, you know, make sure that you are saying hello in the chat as you join us. And as we get into our conversation, which could go any number of directions with children, um, and, everything. With children and everything, you can um, you can do your thing. So and join in the conversation as well. So first, uh, a few special days that are coming up this week. And uh, the first one is by car. Are you going out, Carson? You can shut that door if you want. See you later. Yeah, there you go. She may be back. I don't know. You know, I mean, typically, if Nicholas was here, we'd be looking forward to Nicholas joining us at the end of the program. So Carson may come back. With she told me she had a boo-boo, and I asked if I needed to kiss it better. And she said, yes. And I kissed, and she goes, it's a rash. <laughs> <laughs> She's so, so if your lips start breaking out while <laughs> we we're know, sitting we here, we're here we'll go grab the Benadryl. But anyway, yeah, so it's going to be that kind of a show. Oh, Kathy Glovin is wrapping Christmas presents, but she says, hi, Kathy Glovin. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Please, please, hi, Kathy. please say hi to Kathy Glovin. Hi, the last Kathy. thing in the world we need is for Kathy Glovin to get impatient with us. Um, but it's cool that she's... How many of you already have your Christmas trees up at this point? Curious in the chat, you can put um, where you are in transitioning into the Christmas holiday. The last few years... We've had to break up our family time because we haven't had space. We've been living in we've been living in apartments um, in California for the last few years. We did not have room 
for everybody to be there at the same time. And so for the last several years, I think with the exception of one year that we tried it and we ended up with... Uh, everybody even, had the plague. Everybody, everybody did get sick, which again, mm -hmm. is, you know, <laughs> you're, gonna get, you're going to get this many people together and you're gonna, people are going to be sick, especially when you have kids with you too. But um, for, se for several years, we have mostly been splitting up our holidays to where, Carissa, you and your family have been coming to see us at Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. and that was Christmas with you guys. And right. so we would have the Christmas tree up and much of the Christmas decor up by uh, Thanksgiving. And then, where's Carla Venturi? Yeah, okay, that's a valid question. Anyway, we um, to have the Christmas tree up at that point, and then also to uh, make sure that we, sorry, I'm looking at my comment tickers here. I think that's the one that's supposed to be up. Usually Carissa's running this stuff too, but since she's sitting here, I'm running I'm the here. banners. Um, but uh, so we've already had the Christmas tree up at Thanksgiving. And then the tradition has been, we watched the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yeah. And at the end of the parade, when Santa Claus comes by, then boom, that is the official start to the Christmas holiday season. And we would let your kids go over mm -hmm. and turn the lights on on the tree on the on, and start the train going around the, the Christmas tree. And then we're in the Christmas season. Well, Carol decided, because this year we, we've got most of the family here for Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. but then we've got just about, I think everybody coming back at mm -hmm. Christmas mm -hmm. and we mm -hmm. do have room um, and they have to put everybody here at the same time. I mean, it, you know, it's, bedlam it's chaos but that's what family's about we're going to talk about that in a few <laughs> minutes but uh we don't have any of the christmas decor up yet none of it and carol decided we don't need to do that this year we so christmas decor we, last night though oh we did yeah we went over to visit uh my sister-in-law kathy is on here this morning kathy mccormick but um and, and and she's another one who likes to do that do it if it's thanksgiving you keep the thanksgiving decor up and then and then transition to christmas but um, Corianne says she's thinking about decorating. Oh, well, Rod's on here. Hi, Rod. Hi, Rod. Um, but uh, we're, it'll probably be next week that we will start taking the Thanksgiving decor down and putting the Christmas decor up. And we're in this new house. Everything in our decor is, I mean, we have decor that we've used in the past, right. but it's all in a new setting. And so where the Christmas tree goes and how all of that looks and works is going to be fun this year. But... Um, Wrapping Christmas presents. Kathy is, Glovin is wrapping Christmas presents. Unless that's like we've got family getting together, like we've done, you know, where we've had right. some Christmas at Thanksgiving. I'm impressed yeah. if Kathy is getting Christmas presents right now. I haven't even bought a single one. <laughs> I, I've got most of my Christmas, most of my Christmas shopping finished, although there are a couple of things for members of your family, your family particularly, yeah. that I think we're still trying we're to tough. figure out. But anyway. Nicholas's thing. And I accidentally found something for you. <laughs> I don't, we're not supposed trying. to buy, we're not supposed to buy gifts for the adults. Cause there's, it just, it, it's a lot. Make us we just focus on, on presents but, for the kids. But I the, found something for you. The so littles. it's on my, it's on my to-do list. And I, I okay. oh, oh look, Carson's back. Carson's back. back. She's getting a blanket. When she's leaving. Okay. She, oh, she does. Bye. She does bye. her. Oh, bye. Bye, bye Carson. Bye. Carson. Bye. Uh, it's, listen, it's going to be that kind of show today, guys. And I'm fine with that. Um, but we're going to be, we're going to be talking about family in a few minutes. We do have some special days to talk about this week and we'll take turns reading this list. But the first, there's a lot of stuff that comes with and immediately following Thanksgiving. And some of it has kind of started 
in the last few years. Uh, Black Friday has always kind of been there. But now we've got today, which is Small Business Saturday. I, I think some of these are cool ideas. Mm -hmm. uh, Small Business Saturday, which started several years ago. I don't remember exactly when, but the idea was there's so much. I think it kind of grew out of the Black Friday thing becoming, especially when there were so many more big box stores and online shopping opportunities that starting to promote small businesses, local businesses, family-owned businesses, a lot of which suffered even more than the big businesses did during COVID and, and during the economic uh, times. But this is the day that people are encouraged to shop at their at the small yes there was a cat cafe that opened up near us right before the world ended and it was like in like 20 minute drive away and we were so excited about it. and then the world ended and then when we all came out of our shells after you know a bit of a breather it was gone yeah that that's unfortunate that's unfortunate, you know, and some small, I mean, and, and the thing is small businesses can take run on different, run, <laughs> can take on different, by the way, hello, Jim Mockford. Jim was our guest last Jim, week what? and uh, also a, a frequent uh, participant can in I, the chat. Can I say that Jim, Jim reminds me of, it took me a while. Yeah, you can share that. It I think Jim will get a kick out of it. Jim, it took me a while. I was like, you remind me so much of somebody. Uh, Fred Willard. Is the actor, the comedian the and actor yes. passed away last year, I yes. believe, or earlier this year. Of course, year. you're still living. That's yeah. a difference. That's, yeah. a, that's a major difference. But it took me, but your voice, very Fred Willard. Uh, Mannerisms. Uh, I, I, yeah. Take it as a compliment, Jim. I'm guaranteeing you that's what it is. So, all right. So, so today is Small Business Saturday. Um, what else do we have, Shalane? What What's tomorrow? Thanks, Mom. Mom likes my bathroom. She by does. Because this is her bathroom. mom's bathroom. Yeah. The one I borrow when I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. What is tomorrow? Tomorrow? Tomorrow. The 27th. Is the, is the beginning of Advent. What is Advent? Do you know? Advent is the countdown to Jesus. <laughs> so what did, did we what did we do growing up for Advent? Do you we, remember? We had a little... Um, so they still sell these. I've seen these in stores. Mom still. might still have ours. Yeah. Well, this exact one I've seen. I'm okay. like, we had that growing up. It was a little advent calendar where um, with little cardboard book Books. ornaments, tiny little book ornaments. And you'd read one little book each day and it would give a little bit more and more and more of the Christmas story until you got to day one, which is December 24th, which is um, Jesus. Day, yeah. It was it was Jesus' pre, it birthday. Pre-Jesus. And it was just like, and you and then you hang each one of them on the tree every night. Mm -hmm. You see uh, Jim's comment about your Hoping impression. For George, George Clooney. <laughs> I mean, I, sure. Yes. I, I would go with that one, Jim. Early I'm going to say, I'll say George Clooney. Okay. Sure. Um, but yeah, yeah Advent. I, I saw a meme the other day. Many of you have probably seen this one that says, um, according to my chocolate Advent yes. calendar, it's December 24th. It's only two days till <laughs> Christmas. Two days till yeah. Christmas. But yeah, have you seen some of the, I'm curious as to whether any of you have advent calendars, especially if you have small children or grandchildren and maybe do the, the countdown with them or just as part of your family. I know if you, if you go to church, they typically have, there's a different candle for each Sunday leading up. And that's sort of what, where advent is determined. It's not always on the 27th. It's it starts <laughs> the fifth Sunday before. Is Christmas. it like a, it's a twenty-eight day countdown? It's a it's a five 
Sunday countdown. It's the final yeah, it's days on the Sunday. And ad, the word Advent means coming or arrival. That's, right. Yeah. Sure. But not like the science fiction movie Arrival, right. which was about aliens. I find which it interesting. Is, is the, is the uh, sequel, sequel to the to movie Contact. Contact. Yeah, I think it's the sequel. To I the find movie it Contact. interesting the different types of Advent calendars you find out That's, to meet different niches and like people's interests. And like, you know, I've whiskey sampler. Yes. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 all different kinds of things. Um, I, I saw a really cute tea one that I almost bought for me. A tea Advent calendar. It was so cute. Different tea every day. There's yeah. a couple of them. I mean, it's. I think it's a fun way for people to be able to count down yeah. to, to Christmas period. Yeah. So I might if you saw I don't know what what you do if I mean can people and some of you I don't know if this applies to you but if you don't celebrate Christmas for instance if you're Jewish and and maybe you celebrate Hanukkah or you just simply Christmas isn't part of your your family tradition do you do anything during this season to have I was going to say to have fun do you do anything fun are you, during this fun? Season? Are you but, no judgment no judgment is there a Kwanzaa countdown Kwanzaa or a Hanukkah countdown I'm sure that there are in different Christmas ways. Hanukkah Kwanzaa yeah, and <laughs> solstice, whatever it might be. Um, so that was so we, we got as far as the beginning Ricky of Advent uh, Monday. What's the first yeah, thing Monday, on Monday? I'm excited about Monday because uh, it's Cyber Monday, which um, I kind of like as I like it that it's set out separately from Black Friday because it's specifically for the online shopping deal. Don't you think they get a double deal though from that? I think so, yes, and that's why I like it. Um, because and have a moment, Shalane has a question. And the little girl in bathroom. Yes. How can you be more excited about Cyber Monday? I was, I was getting to that. You're ruining fun. The better part of money is that it is French Toast Day, and I am a big French Toast fan. And Shalane can't make French toast, but I make really good French toast. I Chalane, make vegan French toast. Shalane burns things like French toast and grilled no cheese. I make really good. It was French one toast. time. <laughs> so Monday is Cyber Monday with French Toast Day. So you really can't get too much better than that. That's pretty exciting. I make mine with a banana batter. Okay, now I have to try that. I, know, I had to right? put this up there. Sorry. Hundred. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that is fantastic. I love that. I'm surprised it didn't come from Jared though. I think somebody made well, that. I saw a couple years ago. Somebody ground. made that for themselves at, and and posted it. it went viral, and now they have now it they, as like, like an Etsy a, or something marketing. That's great. Yeah, I that's love great. It. Um, and once again, just a reminder: if you are if you are signing in here and joining us, go ahead and say hi. Join in the conversation, even this crazy conversation that Carissa and Shalane and I are having right now. Because hey, why not? Um, so French toast day, yeah, that's cool. I mean, and there's different ways to make French yeah. toast. We used to actually have a tradition on Christmas morning mm -hmm. for a number of years where I would make a deep fried French toast. It was death on a plate. It was, it was decadent. And the other problem with it was that, um, Oh, Epiphany. I was born on Epiphany in New Mexico, and that is New Mexico's birthday in a Catholic uh, hospital. Oh, that's oh, wow. going crazy. <laughs> I love it. Wow. All right. Nuns, crazy nuns. I love crazy, crazy nuns. Crazy nuns. Crazy. I don't know how to I get love it off now. I just you knew if I clicked on no, it, you can, you can oh, put it away. It. You can I don't know away. these. So, Corianne, Corianne, you should talk about Epiphany as a as a holiday and put it in um, in the chat here. So that I'll be honest, I, I don't know anything about Epiphany. So. I think it's a cool word, I, but I have to admit, I I'm, I know I've heard, I've learned about Epiphany, but sometimes it's like I don't. At the moment, have an epiphany about the holiday. I've had an isn't it? Isn't it when the angel 
visited Mary and was like, hey, you're going to have this baby. It's like, whoa. Could she had her apostrophe. Her, her apostrophe. Um, yeah. What else do we have on here? So let's see. Tuesday. Oh, okay. Tuesday has got, we've got several things that we're celebrating. First, Square Dance Day is the 29th. And, you know, Square Dance, how many of you have, I remember when I was in, in elementary school, that was part of our PE curriculum for the year. We actually had to do square dancing. I was not crazy about it. But the cool you're, when you were in school, it was a lot more fun than when we were in school. We yeah, we got to do things like climb a, a high rope that went all the way up to the ceiling of the too. gym and, and ring a bell. And then put they like they put like three other kids down at the bottom or maybe two or maybe yeah. one and say, if if he falls, just break his yeah, fall. Just can't it's can't. like, what training, you know, you know what these kids were going to do? Because I know what I would have done right. if my one friend was up there one. and started to fall off that rope is like, I'm not going to get crushed. Yeah, yeah. you, you know. dive. But anyway, yeah. So that's boy, did we go off on a tangent there. Square dance day. You know, square dancing, American square dancing, you say, actually started from the folk dancing in England, Ireland, Scotland area right. that the that the immigrants well, now brought I have over new their respect for it. For the Kaylee and, and the Kaylee. Yeah. I've done a Kaylee. Of those, the group did not yeah. know what yeah, I was getting dances. into when I went to that Kaylee. Got some video of that. That's fun. In Scotland, in Edinburgh, Scotland. I was in, I was in Scotland. I, um, also, the 29th is Chia Pet Day. I think this is exciting for Dad. And and I always thought, you know, that you can have your own personalized bobbleheads and, and figure. Can you have your own Chia Pet? I'm sure. I, mean, I think that would be cool. And I think of some people who could really use the opportunity, some men particularly, could use the opportunity to have. I see where you're going. A representation of hair still growing out of their scalps in some fashion. But then it wouldn't look like them, would it? <laughs> well, it would be them with hair. <laughs> How things well, used to be. Have, I used to have, have different hair used to have green plants growing out of yeah, yeah. Uh, there. I know my, some people it's like it's almost like a fungus or something. Yeah. Like, boy, this is going sideways. For me, for me, Chia Chia Pet Day is important for you because of the whole thing that you and Kenny had going on for so many years with the choir, we would do the white elephant gift exchange and yes. inevitably you and or Kenny would end up with a chia, a chia. head and a yeah. gift certificate to Chevy's, right? Chevy's, Chevy's. Yeah. yeah. You guys always got each other chia heads and gift certificates yeah. to Chevy's. Yeah, we always yeah. made sure we got those. Yeah. Um, and then also Tuesday is something that is was a big deal, still is a big deal, really, for me, having worked in the nonprofit community. It's Giving Tuesday, and that actually started several years ago. It was actually started, wait a minute, did you hear me slur that? <laughs> we need to drink again. There is nothing alcoholic in this. Um, Giving Tuesday was started by a nonprofit in New York as just something they were doing, and it really caught on, and the idea was... With Thanksgiving, with all the shopping and everything else, it was an opportunity to focus on the nonprofit organizations and their missions and take one more time. Really, it's second to the last time because all the nonprofits make a big push just before December 31st to say tax write-off. And I'm not saying that cynically. It's just Giving Tuesday was an opportunity with a lot of the nonprofits I worked for and worked with to focus on a specific portion of their mission and say, "Here's here, you, we can really make this happen this year. So keep that in mind. You're going to see, probably you've already been seeing promotions from a lot what's, of the What's your nonprofit of choice? I have several because, and they're mostly nonprofits that I have worked with or worked for in the past. I'm still a big fan of Johnny and Friends, mm -hmm. um, yep. which is Johnny Erickson Tata's organization. Yep. I'm still a big fan of City Year, uh, where I worked. Um, I worked in the, in the theater community, the yep. Bankhead Theater in Livermore, but any of your local uh, performing arts 
organizations would yeah. be good. We think that's sort of a bonus, but really the arts and the performing arts are the basis for all of our culture and the basis for yeah. community. So and we've yeah. gotten into that before. Yeah, mine is All Classical Portland. Carson and I give to All oh. Classical Portland. What does that do? Um, so they are the, um, their community funded classical music radio station, public, mm. public radio station okay. through OPB. Um, and the, the particular reason that we give to that one is that when I was pregnant with Carson, I would listen to that on the way into from, from work. Um, which was about a two-hour round trip. And she really liked uh, the violin and the trumpet, so I turned those pieces up. And uh, ever since then, we've been given to all classical That's parts. really cute. So, yeah. I like that. Uh, do you have one? My, mine is my work. A lot of people don't realize that the medical school where I work is non-profit. They don't, mm -hmm. they don't, they're not for-profit. you can put in the so Pacific Northwest PN, University. Pacific in, Northwest in University Yacoma. of... Um, oh. Sciences. I suddenly forgot the name. Healthcare <laughs> Sciences. PNW. Place that she works uh, in Yakima, and yeah. yeah, starting new programs and everything. Dentistry cool. and uh, OT, like and they just started physical therapy for rural and underserved communities. And and Shalan, if someone doesn't already have a nonprofit, what are we celebrating on or recognizing on Thursday that maybe they could choose to give to? As World AIDS Awareness Day, mm -hmm. and there are lots and lots of lots of um, nonprofits dedicated to support, including some in the theater community because so many yeah. members of the theater. When we went to New York and uh, we were attending, they do this twice a year in in New York. They have um, in the spring and in the fall, and we happened to be there April and uh, November when they were doing this. At the end of the Broadway shows, they'll come out on stage after the curtain call and make a call for really? donations to a fund in New York that, among other things, it helps with the uh, treatment for AIDS for right. actors in the in the New York the Broadway community. Mm -hmm. But it also covers a lot of other things for them, and we've donated both times that we've been there. I so. think it's amazing that that used to be a death sentence, and it. I mean it. It, it, it took it, it took too long to yeah. get where it is, but it still it's like that to be where it is now. Yeah. And pretty, that you can, amazing. there's treatment now. We also have awesome. some birthdays and, and uh, special days to celebrate this week. So, Carissa, whose birthdays are we celebrating? Two of them tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow we have Vera Packer. Who's been a guest on this show yes, before. Yes, she has. Thank mm -hmm. you and, and for being a guest with us. And happy yeah. birthday. Yeah. And also Lydia Durnell Yeah, Yeah, that's uh, my cousin Brenda's daughter. Yep. Lydia so is having a birthday tomorrow. So. Two just tomorrow. Two just tomorrow. Two and then we have a, a wedding anniversary coming up this week, too. Happy anniversary on December 1st to John and Kirsten and Harris. Pookie. Pookie. Yeah. Happy anniversary. Happy cousin, anniversary, Kathy's, Kathy's daughter and her husband. Happy anniversary. Hey, Dee Dee's here. Hi, Dee Dee. Oh, she's thankful for coffee. Thankful for coffee breaks with Steve. Thank you. Me Dee Dee's too. another person. Dee Dee works diligently and creatively in the nonprofit. We're going to have Dee, Dee on the show, in fact, Ooh. next year uh, to talk about some things. But yes, and I'm thankful for you, Dee, Dee. I'm thankful for all of you. All right, listen, we've already, I think, been kind of getting into our topic to some degree. That's the wrong name on there. I didn't update that. That's um, but that's all right. We'll ignore that. But anyway, it we're talking about family. We're talking about why we appreciate family. And this was, I have to tell you girls, this was one that... I, I, I wouldn't say I struggled with it, but I, it was very thought provoking because in a way you kind of go, well, that's an easy topic. That's a softball topic. It's not always an easy one because yeah. not everybody, I mean, I, I, there could be people on, oh, I didn't say hi to Jerry Zetterval. Hi, Jerry. Um, sorry, I'm glancing at the comments and, and that, you know, then I see people. But <laughs> when we talk about family, um, 
it's it, it can be really easy to get into a whole thing about um, issues and dysfunctions and I don't know, but I, I think part of it for me is how easy it is to take our family for granted. We mm -hmm. get into situations socially and you know professionally where we really focus on how we're supposed to behave with coworkers and clients and even friends. And we had a, a dear mentor in at our church in Tualatin, um, Eileen Stein, who used mm. to say, treat your company like family and your family like company. Yeah. And that one has really stuck with me because I realize as a dad, as a husband, as an uncle, as a, you know, whatever role I might play, how easy it is when you're with family to just kind of take those relationships for granted. We sometimes, sometimes families become, hopefully not literally, but figuratively our punching bag. If we're having a bad day, it's okay to let our bad day come out with our family. Because it's your safety zone. It's, you in know a way, it's what a you're safety get, zone. You know? and, and with that, I think, can come the potential to just take those relationships in general for granted. Um, that, uh, that, that, <laughs> yeah, I know. I said, yeah, thank you. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, I think about the fact that even growing up, because I do have several siblings who are watching this right now and, if I don't say it, they will. Scott's mm -hmm. alluding to it. Uh, that we we don't always treat our family with the same level of courtesy and respect that we treat other people. And I think it's important sometimes to do a couple of things. One is to, to take a step back and say, am I taking family for granted? Because part of it, as many of us know, I know we know within our family, that we don't get a guarantee of tomorrow. So I'll, I'll deal with it tomorrow. I'll make up. I'll say I'm sorry tomorrow. I'll say I love you tomorrow. And we've all of us in our family have been through experiences with family members where we thought we would have that time and then they weren't there anymore. Yeah. You know, you lose a family member in it to illness. You lose a family member to an accident. And and uh, and I don't want to get into the heavies of, of, you know, deaths within family. But I think it does tie into the idea that we sometimes many of us can say, yeah, I waited too long. I wish I'd had that conversation. I wished I'd, I'd had the opportunity to, to clear the air. I wish I'd had the opportunity to say, I'm sorry. And I think even more important, sometimes we miss the opportunities on a regular basis to simply say, I love you. Mm -hmm. That's right? the thing. It's not even necessarily just clearing, like clearing the air. the air sometimes, you know, it's just making the connections. And I think specifically about the people that we were able to connect to um, earlier this year, when we all got together for grandpa's thing that we hadn't seen in yeah. so long and it's like why and it's not even like some of us live that far apart right <laughs> it's like why are we why are we letting so much time go between interacting with each other and spending that time together and giving each other that quality time yeah i and i think that there is mm -hmm. so much um validity to that idea that you know a pre i mean i think appreciating the big moments, even with that get together, I mean, again, not going to go into details, but family members who are on here know about this, but we got to see some family members, one in particular that we talked at, we hadn't seen in a few years, cousin, my cousin, we hadn't seen in a few years who was there with other members of, of his family for Grandpa Frank's celebration of life in, in earlier this year. And part of our conversation was talking about how we wanted to get together and, and follow up and, you know, 
and then he died suddenly yeah. in August. Yeah. Yep. Young, a young guy and, and unexpected. And, you know, I, part of me feels that regret that mm -hmm. we didn't get to follow up. And part of me feels the tremendous sense of appreciation that we had those moments this year to, to get together in yeah. person and share that love. And we don't want to miss out on those. And I'm curious for you who are watching today too, to kind of share some of the things that you do that, that, or maybe would like to do better. I mean, I think it's okay to be transparent because there are things I'd like to do better. I'm very well, well aware as a, I mean, I can name all the titles, father, grandfather, husband, cousin, brother. Um, what am I missing? Uncle. Did I say uncle? Depending uh, on, on how far back in the genealogy you want to go, I think we might be third cousins twice. Or yeah, there's that whole story too, whole which thing. is family. for another it doesn't, it doesn't fork. A portion of the family tree that yeah, it, it kind of went back on its sideways. Well. But anyway, um, but I mean, I'm I'm well aware of some situations where probably I, where I definitely could have done better, and I think about things that on a regular basis I could do better. One of the things Carol and I do, even now we've been married for 42, almost 42 and a half years. But we try every day in one way or another to say, I love you. One of the things that we've picked up from my brother-in-law and sister-in-law uh, here in Spokane, Alan and Kathy, uh, when we were staying with them, they shared this, that they would say, I love you today. Mm -hmm. I love you today. And it's, and, and, but that's an everyday thing, right? And it's, it's a sweet way to just make that current every single day. And so Carol and I started doing that. Your mom and I started doing that that's where you'll hear us say, I love you today, incredible. but we go an extra step with it. We very often will say, and I like you today too. Oh yeah. Because you can love somebody. You can say, well, you know, I love them because I'm related to, them. I don't necessarily like them. There are times with Jason where I'm like, I love you. I always love you, but right now I don't like you very much. And we have those moments, but you were going to say something. Oh, well, it, it was the comedian, Mark Lowry, who said, um, I can love you, but I'm, I may not like you. Mm -hmm. I'll cry at your funeral, but I won't go on vacation. With you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the thing is, we're not always going to be best friends or have everything in common mm -hmm. with the people in our family. Yeah, being being related does not automatically guarantee that um, we're going to. That we're that. I mean, there's not always a synergy there for every single activity. I think we're fortunate in our family. Yes. In our family that we do find that we have a lot in common. Yeah. And, and I mean, I think that was very true. I, I was very fortunate with my siblings that, and, and Kathy and I don't know if Carla ever got on here. If, if she did, I, hi Carla, if not, then Rick can find this out from her. But I think that for the most part, Kathy, Scott, uh, Carla, Corey, and I, I, I don't think that we were, frequently at odds with each other scott is going to go into a whole harangue about how <laughs> how i treated him 10 i'm 10 years older than scott and and he was my the you know i had sisters and then i got this little brother and so anyway that's that's a topic for a different time too but um there's there's been a push in the last couple of years especially i feel like it, okay so in high school, I remember we talked about our friends being our, our family. And I mm -hmm. raised my hand. I went, I, I don't know. Some of us, our family is our, like, I'm closer to my family than my friends. Anybody else? And everyone looked at me like I we had were two weird. Heads. We were, we were, we were like very was, strange because yeah. our family yeah. was like our happy place. Yeah. But, you know, but, and, and I think that's true. You know, the, you guys, for the most part, and again, everybody has their times. There were times when you were in school, times when you were, there were times that you guys didn't get along with each other because, and mom and I would say, hello, 
kettle. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it, it, there was the things that you often fought with each other about were things that I'd sometimes be look in the mirror. Yeah, it's yeah, the same yeah. thing you were. I think you were taking out your personal insecurities and frustrations about yourselves on a sibling. It's like, <laughs> I see it in you. And I don't want to acknowledge it myself. Yeah. But again, I think we all do that. Mm -hmm. I think we yeah. all do that in different ways. But even now, when we get together as family, it can almost be difficult for outsiders because we have our own inside jokes. So and we have... many inside jokes. <laughs> I, buy I buy that. I buy that, Carla. Um, <laughs> but I, I think even, even the things that we have in common, like last night we were over at, at Alan and Kathy's house for dinner and a movie night. And what did, what Aunt Kathy, one of the things when we get together, when we're all together that we do and that Aunt Kathy asks for, and it's her happy place, is for us to sing as yeah. a family, you know? And, and people Glavin have joked that, yeah, that we're the Von Glavin family singers that came up at our church in, <laughs> in Tualatin when you guys were growing up and it ended up turning into a whole thing. A Every whole thing. time at this time of year that we would end up putting together an entire program <laughs> Um, for the annual church uh, potluck event. I got sung to, <laughs> yes, you did. Uh, but it's something that it becomes, it, it, it's, there are certain givens when we get together as a family. But again, even I think for your spouses, it can be a bit of a challenge when <laughs> they need to take a little, I mean, we, but I think there again, that comes back to the other point, And that is their family too. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, when I think about my kids-in-law, um, it's, it's easy for me to, what are you finding here? It's easy. Yeah. To bond over helps a lot, but Dustin is one of those Dustin being your husband and, and one of those who's had to try to break into the family. Mm -hmm. I think that it becomes a, an extra challenge to say, how do we continue to do the things that we do as family that bond us, that we appreciate in each other that we can continue to extend out to those spouses who come into the family, or if it's, you know, younger and younger days, the boyfriends or the girlfriends. Or even just the friends. Or just the friends. I mean, we are rather a unique little pod to try to and, exist And, and most families so. would probably say that. And I know other members of my family, I'm not going to go into detail, but there was some communication um, earlier this week, even about uh, from other family members about the get togethers they were having. And that particularly an in-law coming felt, you know, was, was struggling a bit with feeling the overwhelm of being with family. And even when it's just a small grouping, and I know for a fact that your husbands have had to deal with that with us because no family, it's never easy to break into a family. And our family certainly has unique characteristics, but I think that there's a lot more that we can do. Number one, it's, it's, what do we already appreciate? And I think sometimes it's the little things, one finger, one first thing. So I'm not right here sticking my <laughs> finger up my nose. There's the little things that we can just be doing on a regular basis. And and we may think that saying I love you is not a little thing, but in my mind, that should be spoken to family members every opportunity we get, every day, every time you have a conversation. That's just me. I'm one of those people that it's not when somebody says to me, I love you, I don't say, Yeah, I know. Or, okay, I feel the same. I feel like it's important to actually say the words. And that's just a yeah. personal thing. Uh, and not everybody maybe deals with it that way. But that's just one example of what I see as the, the little things. But I think the big things are thinking about to what we can be doing beyond what we do right now. That sometimes may be a stretch outside our own comfort zone. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's even, you know, with, with the, it might be an in-law, but it could be your own siblings. It could be your own parents. It could be your own kids where there has been a difficulty in making that connection. And, and it's always easy to point the finger and say, well, they're the ones who messed up. It's their responsibility. Right. But I can almost guarantee you Something. that if, that on the day that they're gone forever, Somewhat, somewhere in your mind, you're going to be saying, I regret that we never, you know, we talked about, it's not always about clearing the air, but you don't want to leave those things unfinished. You don't want to leave those things un, unsaid. Uh, and again, I know it can be very complex and challenging in certain families. That's part of the reason I said I struggled with this topic, yeah. because for me, it's an easy topic in some ways, even though I know that there's plenty within our family. I'm aware of the fact and I'm probably not aware of all the incidents. I know I'm not aware of all the incidents. <laughs> I'm aware of the fact that I failed to show appreciation and love to my kids at times in the ways that I should have. We've certainly failed as children at times to show appreciation oh to our Lord, parents. Did you ever? Um, <laughs> I no. think there's there's a big push. I remember the thing I was going to say, which is there's a big push lately to talk about boundaries, right? It's right. been all yeah. over it's Facebook, okay all over social media so. of. Uh, and I think it's more common at this time of year to, and I don't disagree with it, but to set boundaries of, you don't have to go to that holiday, get together. You don't have to do this. You don't have to do that. You don't have to allow these pieces. And I think, yes, that's a thing that we need to learn, but not at the expense, like putting up boundaries and walls to the extent that you aren't letting relationship happen and letting those moments happen where yeah. forgiveness and, and, it's, and it's, healing can happen. It's interesting, interesting, can't talk, interesting yeah. that you Take brought that up because I was going to say something along those lines in that the sense that if it, if you make it a two-way street where it's like, okay, here's my boundary, here's your boundary, where can we find a Let's middle ground, then you don't have to completely put up the walls. So, for example, in an instance where it's like, okay, um, you know, I'm trying to break into the family. I'm an in-law or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to break into the family and it's overwhelming. It's okay for me to then take a step away and not have the people that I'm with feel like somehow I'm shunning them yeah. or not wanting to be involved. That it's okay for me to have that little boundary and then come back to it and stuff. Yeah. So when you have that give and take, then you don't have to have so many walls up and you get those situations where you really can build those bonds, which I think is great. And I, I also adding to that, I think that, that, and this is, I, again, I'm kind of speaking from my own perspective in terms of things that I'm thinking about is that the idea that um, appreciating family shouldn't just be what you do on autopilot, Mm -hmm. right? Especially when you talk about the complexities and the, and as family grows and as you add to it. And I mean, there are even times with the grandkids that the grandkids tire me out and it becomes real easy to inadvertently, yeah, to inadvertently make them feel like they're not important. And that's, I think sometimes what we do, it's not always something deliberate. It can be, it's not always acts of commission. Sometimes it's even acts of omission. That's a parent thing too, not just a grandparent. It is. It's something I I struggle with, you know. I think we all do. And and it isn't always with the the littles. I mean, sometimes it's with with the (laughs) other adults. And I appreciate, for instance, that your husband will just sometimes when he when he knows that it's getting to him, I'm going for a walk. He'll he'll do the Will Bailey (laughs) bow. I'm going to take that, yep. Everyone, I'm, I'm going to go for a walk. 
boom. And he, he knows how to create his own and set his own boundaries. But that doesn't also give the rest of us permission to simply say, well, Dustin's going to take care of himself. We can yeah. ignore him. Anyway, we've gotten into a lot of different things here. Any yeah. last thoughts about appreciating family? Any last words? I appreciate you. I appreciate you too. I appreciate you. I love you and I like you today. Yeah, today. I like and love you like you today. All right. Well, we're, we're, I, I still want to see on, uh, I love the comments, by the way, that are coming <laughs> yeah. up here. I mean, some of them are just hilarious and some of them are really deep. And I, I like some of the stuff that I'm seeing on here. Would you please continue to do that? If you have joined us live today, you can continue to make comments in the chat. And if you're tuning in and watching this later, there's still an opportunity on Facebook um, when to go to and watch the recording of this and make your comments as well. So I hope you will do that. And so, happy birthday to Jim's daughter, Jenny. Jenny. Yes. For pointing that out, Jeff. On this day, 35 years ago, here's Carson again. Carson, um, come say bye. Share a few things with you while we're, while we are, uh, maybe she will. Um, I don't want that slide. I want uh, this one. Talk about what's coming up the next uh couple of weeks and now it's really hard to see you guys no, you I, don't can't see can, us. I don't know if this works oh there that's a little bit better if we do it that way let's do it that way i'm gonna pull a banner down pull this banner Chris down turned into carson we'll go oh, there okay so next week we're going to be talking about i think it's going to be a fun subject about getting organized Where did you for, get that picture of my house uh, <laughs> but we sometimes <laughs> next week's just going to be about we sometimes get so into the the detail and minutia whether it's the decorating or the planning the meals or trying to figure out just how families are going to get together or present buying or present wrapping whatever it might be we get to the point where you know, it's just like, let's just get this over with. We're going to talk about things that we can do to reduce the stress, get better organized and prioritizing so that the holidays continue to be peaceful and fun for us. So that's that's next week. And then a couple of weeks out, we're going to be showing some of our favorite. We've done this in the past on here. Our favorite holiday music, um, whether you're a Christmas holiday observer or you observe something else during the season what is what are the what's the stuff that you put on the radio what are the cds you put on what do you put on your mix that makes it the holidays for you what are your favorites and why uh, whether they're the the old classics or more modern takes and then we're going to do something fun a few weeks ago we had beth roars on here talking about doing reaction videos and she's a professional expert at it well i'm going to do a reaction video uh, i'm going to pick a, a a music video for something that's coming out new this year that I haven't seen before. I will record it ahead of time and we will play that reaction on December 17th. I will introduce that and I'll give my own reaction and analysis video to a new Christmas song, probably by one of the acapella groups. We'll see what's coming out. And then on the 24th, yes, we will be on the, on the air. We're going to talk about our family traditions. We're going to tie, I may have some of these, Yo-yo's yo -yo's back to join. Um, yo -yo. <laughs> yeah, well, you said it, so I repeated it. <laughs> um, but we're going to talk about some of the traditions you grew up with, anything that you may have carried forward, and maybe new ones that, that you have now in your own family. And then do I have one more slide here? Yeah. On the 31st, we're going to talk about new beginnings, how you can call a New Year's resolutions. That's not really what we're going to focus on. It's going to be how do we view the new year as an opportunity to kind of wipe the slate clean and start fresh? And what are some of the things that you want to start fresh with next year? So that'll just be a few things that we talk about. Um, you probably have already figured this out, but we have extended the time officially for Coffee Breaks with Steve because... We tend to go longer. I talk more guests are on here more frequently. And then a reminder that uh, we do uh, we do have 
episodes of Coffee Breaks with Steve available on the podcast site. Spotify has both the audio and the video. And then Apple and Google Podcasts, you can get uh, the audio podcasts as well. So, all right, Carson, I see your head here. You're here. Listen, I just again want to say thank you to everybody for being here. Shalane, Carissa, Carson, anything that you want to say? As well. I say bye. She's going to yawn. She's just going to yawn. And you look how I feel, baby girl. I understand that. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, we do appreciate all of you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being a part of, uh, of this conversation. And many for many of you, you're part of this conversation every single week. But even if you're not, when you can get here, we so appreciate seeing you and having you be a part of the conversation. Do remember to find a way to make a difference in your world this week and, and be thankful for the things that you do have and appreciation for the family all around you. God bless you. Have a great week. Bye. Mwah. Mwah.